Hello and welcome to episode 83 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And this is our second Christmas episode of the year. Merry uh, Christmas one and all. Merry Christmas one and all indeed, yeah. Richie's uh, got his uh, Christmas jumper on. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I well, feel a bit. It's appropriate. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's sitting in a t-shirt. I don't know. Yeah. It's Christmas. Didn't think, <laughs> didn't think about it. Both of you. But in this episode we're talking about Elf. Uh, because this is our classic episode. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, how's everyone doing? Yeah, good. Good. Dirty meddling, can't go back. Not in this season, what do you hope? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah, in the season. Of... Well, no, I'm actually, it's a bit of a line. A bit of a cold last, a bit of man flu. Um, yeah. You might be able to tell listeners might keep sniffing out. <laughs> that's, that's twice in quite a short period of time. Oh, I know, I know. But this one, I've got it early, I think. I've, I think the, the first one I got it when I came back from Prague. That's mm. just, you know, a combination of heavy drinking and... Mm. Christ knows what else. And Christ, well, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does know what else. He witnessed it all. He witnessed it all. Uh, but yeah, this, I think I nipped this one in the bud quite early on, so... And mm. I once had a green tea, so that sorted me out. Good work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, how's everyone's week been? Good or...? Yeah, just been working all week, every day. Yeah. Earning that money. So, cool. Uh, yeah. That boring, dollar, boring, boring. Dollar bill, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Flashback to nerve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ooh, shudder, shudder. Uh, so, uh, nothing Christmas, you know, Christmas stories to tell? No, I was just saying to Christmas before, tales. I was saying before we started, I've not got one decoration up yet. That is shocking. Uh, is it? Yeah. It's not oh. even that late, is it? It's not even that... Well, it's only... It is, it is next week. Ne- next, next week, Next yeah. Sunday, yeah. And this is our final Christmas episode, so... Yeah. Yeah. Should be ready for this. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got all night. Uh, yeah, I must say it. it's looking pretty good. Not a tree or anything. Not even got a light or a light. Anything. <laughs> no, no. Your, your your front room is looking brilliant, Richie. Yeah, I've got the grotto yeah, ready for the. Uh, and where where would you get viewing. all that? You know, that if I wanted to buy those lights. Oh well, you have you know yeah. It's, it's called Amazon source, yeah. but you <laughs> yeah, you can source all this uh, all this stuff from a little website called ChristmasTreesAndLights.co.uk. Oh, great okay. website, great website. Mm. And, uh, and if I say that, I know. Um, the manager or managing director, whatever, it, whatever you talk to, <laughs> <laughs> but I get some make traits. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, okay, I can't confirm that <laughs> over the air. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Well, I mean, is there anything else we can talk about? Any Christmas tales, mm. or should we just get straight into our review? Yeah, I've not got any tales. What have you been up to? Anything? Yeah, not, not much really. No, let's crack on then. Get, get the de- decks up and yeah. you know, Christmas shopping, doing all the I business. Think, I think I'm getting mad. Oh, I'm way I behind. think I'm doing it this weekend. Well, Christmas I'm, shopping? I mean, I'm, but I won't be doing any, but... You won't be doing any? Oh, no, I mean, I'm doing my Christmas shopping, but oh. I won't be purchasing any gifts or uh, any trees or, you know, no. decorations or that shit. I'll yeah. leave that to everyone else. Yeah, sure. They can do that. And I just walk in and it's already done. <laughs> I'm working away in Manchester on Saturday night. This is a festive episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, no, yeah, bloody hell, Umbug over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I've, I've, I actually did quite a lot of my Christmas shopping today. Just like, did you? Like yeah, I've, done, I've been doing this week, yeah. Pretty much just yeah. ten minutes before you guys arrived. You know, it's all online these days. You know, oh, it's isn't it? Dead yeah. easy. Yeah. You know. On your doorstep tomorrow. Exactly. Depending yeah. on which favorite retailer you use. Amazon. Amazon, yeah, Amazon. Good. Yeah. Right, well should we just get into our review? Let's this week. Uh this week we are reviewing Elf. 
Uh, we'll be discussing spoilers for this film, but you know it's 13 years old, so fucking get over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've not seen it before. Man. Well, Jesus what have you been Christ. doing? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a clip. Wow, what's this? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. It's time for the announcement. Okay. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Elf is directed by John Favreau, and it stars Will Ferrell, James Kahn, Zoe Deschanel, Bob Newhart... Kyle Gass and Faze on Love. <laughs> Favourite part. Uh, the synopsis is, after inadvertently wreaking havoc on the elf community due to his ungainly size, a man raised as an elf at the North Pole is sent to the US in search of his true identity. Wow. What did you two think of Elf? Love it. Love it. I watched yeah. it many, many times, and this was my choice tonight. I wanted to pick something that I thought we would all enjoy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've all seen it before, haven't we? Yeah. But it's just such an enjoyable film. In every way, I think. It's funny, it's got a nice... You know, it's not just funny, it has a nice story that leads to a good conclusion. And the whole thing is just an enjoyable, Christmassy, lot of fun. Sit back, relax, don't have to engage your brain too much. Just perfect for Christmas film, in my opinion. Yeah, but at the same time... Uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, but at the same time, yeah, you can switch off your brain and just enjoy it, but... Like, there's so many little jokes in there as yes, well, that's that true. if you do engage your brain, you can really pick up on That them. is true. And you definitely notice that, having watched it, you yeah, know, a lot of times. That's well, something you gain on a rewatch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's some real gems in there. Yeah. Mm. Um, what do you think, Woody? Because uh, I don't think you've seen this for a while. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a few Christmases since I've seen it, I think. Mm. Um, I forgot how funny it was, to be honest. I really did. Um, I always knew that it was, it, was a great, it was a great film, and I've always liked it, just because of... Will Ferrell is, is, is a laugh a minute, isn't he? Yeah. He is just, the way he is, any role, you know, anything, TV, film, whatever, is anything he's in, he always stands out. Yeah, yeah, even if, like, the film's really shit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's usually pretty funny. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and it's it been a while since I've seen it, but I just loved it. I think Jack hit the nail on the head there, to be honest. It, mm. It's one of those films where you can just sit back and, and relax and prepare to take it all in. And it's an interesting point that you make, Richie, of... Yeah, if you've seen it a few times before, it's quite nice to just sit back and pick up on things that you might not have seen the first couple of times that yeah. you've seen it. And you de- I, I definitely felt like that tonight. I thought there were some, some jokes that I've completely forgot about and some things, some scenes and some uh, exchanges of dialogue that probably went past me by first time hmm. I read it. Uh, I've read it, watched it or something. And... Um, you know, the scene with uh, Miles Finch, I just thought that was hilarious. I forgot how funny that, that was. And I think the first time I watched that, I don't didn't find it as funny as I do now. Yeah, I don't you think you mean? would. No, yeah. no. But when you just pick up on the dialogue, and I think Jack was saying before, off air, how seriously we're talking about children's mm. books. It, it's just so funny, isn't it? You yeah, know? and it helps that it is acted so well. Yeah, it I was going to say, I was gonna say it's not yeah. just the dialogue. Like, I love the dialogue in this film, it's great, but yeah, it, it is the way they perform it is so funny as well. Yeah. And obviously the fact that it's Kyle Gass and, yeah. uh, and Andy Richter as well, he's great as well. Yeah. And, I, and he walks in, like, first thing he does, check, can we just get the, uh, 
<laughs> the money yeah. out of the way first. Yes. Yeah, checks point. it through and then goes, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's like, and then he goes, I've got five or six great starts in this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so... It's so well performed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Definitely. I think everyone in this film is brilliant. I don't, yeah, I don't think you could have got a, a better cast no. for, for this type of film. And it all felt really natural. Like, you know, I mean, last week we saw Office Christmas Party and you could, you could see the lines on the script. This is the complete opposite. It's so mm. subtle and it's so, um, a lot of it's really deadpan and it's just, it all works really well. Mm. You know, um, just one thing I just want to bring up before we probably get into the film. For me, 2003, yeah, so 13 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still got that warmness about it. It's still got that. You know, you put it on straight away, and the first, mm. you know, that opening scene is just really, it's just really funny, isn't it? Even thirteen years on, yeah. And yeah, all right, okay. The CGI looks a bit naff when Santa's flying around Manhattan, yeah. but so what? I mean, that's all part of the, the fun, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, because it's Jack. You talk about uh, Office Christmas Party. <laughs> um, I think I didn't see it. Thank God. But, look at you. <laughs> yeah, look at me. But what filmmakers and Hollywood are putting out now is. Office Christmas it doesn't Party have... is, is their idea yeah. of a funny Christmas film. Bollocks. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, a story like this, which is fun for all the family, and yeah. it's not all about Santa getting drunk and falling down some stairs in his office or something. Mm. With Jason Bateman. And it was so nice. Not one pop you know, culture reference. Yeah, exactly. It's no, just, not one. You know, it is just perfect, wasn't it? 90 minute film, and that's all you wanted. And I think, yeah, And I think that's what all, like, well, the majority of modern films now they lack that charm, uh, and you know, yeah, I've noticed it a lot in the yeah. last year or two. It's certainly mainstream films. Certainly yeah. mainstream films. Oh yeah, I'm t- talking Hollywood. Yeah, talking yeah, Hollywood. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that charm that this film has, like I say, as soon as it starts and you've got the opening sequence, even when it's just going through, mm-hmm. you know, producers and the music, yeah, the, it's, the whole thing, it's great, and, and and the design of of all the kind of you know, the the cartoon characters to make it look like those kind of. Classic American like yeah. Christmas special, <laughs> the narwhal and all, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we 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 all know how I feel about my boy John Favreau. <laughs> you but, actually uh, gave him a round of applause when he appeared, when in, he appeared in the, the screen. screen yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually forgotten he he directed this when it came up. So it, it just makes me sad when I think about what he's doing now. Jungle Book, Jungle Book, and what else? Yeah. Is, what, where is he else? He, he's, he's doing the the Lion King. Yeah, he's doing the Lion King. Like, come on. Come on, John. Come get on, back, John. Get back to what you're good at. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. He was stop, stop feeding into Hollywood's sack of mm. shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I think uh, John Favreau's directing in this is great, and uh, love his little small part as the Doctor as yeah. well. Yeah, funny a little bit, wasn't it? Funny, yeah, funny a little bit. Yeah, as well as the the rest. Like it's a solid cast, but Will Ferrell is just on another level. Mm. Just mm. really bringing it home with this. Well, yeah, he has to be done it because if, if he's not. And if they cast someone else for this role, I mean, I could not think of anyone else who would be able to pull it off. No, I, I can't. Just, I just really, I can't imagine one person. Can't. It would, I don't think it would be as timeless as it is without. It'd be shit. You know, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't rewatch it because probably not. He's literally the main character. No, yeah, we talked about the side characters being very good and solid performances, but you know, it all comes down to him, doesn't it? And and if he's not, if he's not yeah. firing from all cylinders, brings I mean, everyone else down. The whole film's just a, a shit show. And it's like, it's just his, it's exactly the type of comedy that he's good at. He excels in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly the same as with um, Anchorman, which is another role which I can't, couldn't see anyone else playing. No. Uh, he he just, 
he just gets that that type of comedy. Yeah, uh, and he. I mean, I prefer it when he's a bit more dirty and a bit more adult. Like, <laughs> sure, but he's bounding down. Have you ever seen that? No. Movie show? no. Oh god, it's no. so funny. You should watch it. It's really funny. Uh, don't know where you'd be able to you'd probably get it online or something legally, of course. Um, <laughs> that's American uh, TV show, really funny. Yeah, it's yeah, you can, just absolutely right. He, he just nails it, doesn't he? he yeah, these, absolutely nails it. These are the kinds of roles that I think he was just born to play. Well, I'm sure it was written for him. I'm sure they wrote it with him in mind. Well, you would do, wouldn't you? It certainly seems like it. Or he had a, a lot, lot of, input, of a lot of input into, into the script. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because it just seems it just seems that way. It just seems like the part is his. Mm. To begin with, yeah. But you know, his his great performance brought out great performances from the sarcast as well. Uh, girl's name Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Did I mention her in the starring thing? I actually don't think you did. Oh fuck! <laughs> it also stars Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> oh, damn, I meant to mention her. Okay. Sorry, Zoe. I know she's listening. Um, <laughs> but you no, know, she was really good as well. And she liked the way that her character sort of got into it a bit more. Because hmm. I, I did because it's been a while. I forgot the actual intricacy of the whole intricacies of the whole story sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it was quite interesting to see her grow into it a bit more. Yeah. She started off as a bit of a, well, a bit of a nothing really. Just shy. Then, yeah, just shy and then got into it, she gradually got into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there is quite a few things about this film. I, I, I said towards the end and I, when um, uh, in uh, Central Park. Everyone must live two minutes away. Yeah, everyone must live uh, two <laughs> yards away from Central Park on Christmas Eve and be able to get to the same place. Yeah, you know, we have that bit where every character comes back, we all have a nice little sing song. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's not done in a way where it just winds you up because it's like, all right, this is so unrealistic. You yeah. Know? It's, it's all part of the charm, isn't it? It's all part of the. Yeah, exactly. Good it's like it's not taking itself seriously, so you shouldn't. But I think that. as well, because, because of the way it's written and the way it's directed. Did Favreau write this as well, or just direct? I can't. Good question. Very good question, Henry. I'm going to find that out right now. Well, I, I bet he, he must have had a hand in the writing. Yeah. Uh, well, it just says here, or David Berenbaum wasn't wasn't. John oh Favreau. yeah, in the right, okay. in the opening credits, it was just his name under writers. Yeah, yeah. I right. don't think it was him. Yeah. Okay. So David Berenbaum. Well, the, Who is he? For two of them together, then did a cracking job because you know the bit I'm talking about near the end in Central Park. It was done in a way where you could sort of, all right, you sort of take the mickey off, all right, have it all here. But, you know, it's done in a way where you could excuse it. and Yeah, I mean, it's a very cheesy ending, isn't it, really? It's very, it's very cheesy. But it just fits the film. Yeah, yeah, it fits the film and it finishes it off nicely. And it fits the mood. Yeah. And, and the point you made before is a good one about how her character progresses. And I think that's true of the whole film. Like, mm. It's great to see a film that's, that is a sit-back, relaxed comedy, but... You know, the progression between a lot of the characters mm. throughout is great. You know, you've got James Caan's character who goes from this sort of really grumpy guy who just... Yeah, it's just a, it's a real James story. Really nice yeah, he was. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone moves forward. There's, there's progression there. And um, that's what's great about it. It doesn't. It's not just relying on its great writing and its great comedy, which it has in abundance. Yeah. It has actually a really interesting story. And it's packed with content. Like They, they, they had so many ideas for this film. Um, that they could get everything in there, and they also managed to cut it down and keep it well paced for ninety minutes. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like it um, must have been such a fun film to produce. Yeah, it must have been. Uh, and you know, we, we can't really, we can't avoid it. We're going to be comparing this film to when we saw last week, Office Christmas Party. When you think about just strip everything out and just think about the base, the story. Yeah, that's what everything comes. Well, that's not what everything comes down to, but it's 
a major element. And this film is has got a proper story that just that keeps moving, uh, as well as the comedy. It's got some cracking montages in there as well oh, to, yeah. to keep the juices flowing. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, it just goes on, and there's a, a, a real progression, and as you said, and a beginning, a middle, and an end, and it's great. And then you look at Office Christmas Party, and Zero there's development. literally no story. Yeah, it's literally just <laughs> let's have a party. <laughs> yeah, it's no, you're not having a party. Yeah, we're having a party. Yeah, the end. Yeah, zero character development, zero yeah. everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we saw that one first, and then you can be yeah re uh, reintroduced into how good Christmas films can be, mm. like but, Krampus. Like Krampus last year. Well, that, yeah, that was only a year. That was ago, the new so one. There though. is still hope. There's still hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but another thing yeah, about but, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But good thing about Krampus was the cast, wasn't it? You know, we talk about the cast of Elf and how well they all work together. Mm. In Krampus, we had majority of it was mm. all comedic actors, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So you know, Dave Koshner and yeah. um, and that was a great story and it had good writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a very yeah. risky film. Yeah. It was risky and it was yeah. on the nose. And I remember yeah. Jack sort of. He didn't really like it as much as we did, but you know, you watch it this you time around. You need a bit of talking to. I did, I did, but yeah. I appreciate. You know, it. I'd much rather watch about time. <laughs> yeah. <God>. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, two of the shining lights in, of this film are two of the side characters, aren't they? We've got <laughs> what was it? Phazon. Phazon Love. Phazon Love. That I mean, is a name we should. What a name, that Sir Phazon Love. So, to you, yeah, to you and me and everyone. Sir Phazon Love, who, who plays. <laughs> The what is he a manager? I guess at, at this department store. Yeah, he's the G- sure, Gimbal's yeah. manager. Gimbal's yeah, yeah, manager. Yeah, yeah. And it's manager his, of and it's Gimbal's his, store. Yeah, and it's his job to coordinate the um, Santa coming and saying hi to all the kids and getting everything ready. And it's just now, you, you see brilliant. This was a character that I completely forgot about, and because it's been a while, it didn't even cross my mind when I thought about Elf. Yeah, he was in it, yeah. and B, he was so bloody funny. Yeah. He, Everything he said, his his facial expressions, the delivery of the lines, his delivery is just top on top point. notch. Yeah, just top notch. Yeah, it was. But every every time he was on camera, he he was just laugh out loud funny. He, he stole scenes. Every scene he was yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a scene stealer. Yeah. Um. Well, that, that the scene would be the walkie talkie. Oh <laughs> yeah. Before his job oh. was on the line, which is such a small scene as well. <laughs> this is what this it's is like what you thirty seconds. This is what you were saying before, Richie, about jokes having so much more meaning and yeah, depth yeah. In the second. Like, it's the rewatches. Rewatches. Yeah. yeah. The rewatch yeah. value means a lot yeah. these days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you want to know Faison Love's real name? Oh, what? That's not, what? Yeah, I, I'm afraid to say uh, this. That's this, not this, his Christian name. I'm afraid this man was not christened Faison Love. Oh, no. No. His real name is Langston Faison Santissima. It's not a bad name either. <laughs> no. So Faison is a real bit in Faison is, is, is real Sir, Sir Faison Love to us. Yeah, yeah. Sir Faison Love. Yeah, that scene is fantastic. And it's the way he walks up to him and just, you know, like a little looking around his shoulder. Yeah. Guys, I don't know who's done this, but... Corporate's clearly got a professional. Just <laughs> such a hilarious performance. It's, yeah. like, it's good, right? Too good. <laughs> and what's the line? Um, code word, Santa's got... What was it? Santa's got a brand new bag. Code word, Santa's got a brand new bag. And it's just shifty eyes. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Everything about that scene, he nails. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. later on when he comes back as Santa, he's got, oh, he's got to sit there and so do it. Yeah. And, and the other side character I was thinking of was 
and I completely forgot he was in it, Kyle Gass. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. I mean, we were sat there, weren't we, before, I think Kyle Gass had been in it for about three, just one or three seasons. Three seasons, yeah. And then I, I was trying to work out, I, I knew I recognised his face, and I just couldn't put my name on it. I mean, she was popping to me, and I just said, "Is that Kyle out today?" She just D. Yeah, because yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched because I watched this film every year, so I, I obviously like knew he was gonna, he was going to be popping up. And the first time he appeared on screen, I was waiting for. for, uh, for I, I thought you were going to say it, would he, or someone was going to mention it, and nothing happened. So I thought oh, maybe they didn't recognise him, <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back again, and Henry just went, "Is that Kyle Gass?" <laughs> Oh, and, it, and 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 yeah, it's surprising, but he's he was great really good as well, wasn't he? he yeah, was really hilarious. Good. He was Can't really knock good. him at all for his performance. Him and Andy, uh, Andy Richter. Yeah, they were they were really good together. Yeah, they were. And and that moment when he's in that pitch with um with Miles Finch, and he's saying, and he gives this dreadful idea, <laughs> and then he just goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the physical acting, the fingers. Great. Oh, yeah, physical acting, yeah. It was like, it reminded me of David Brent. That yeah, it was very, yeah. very, very David Brent. Good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't help that you had the goatee as well, did no, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, man. I loved Kyle Gass, because he's so funny in, uh, Pick yeah. De- in, in Pick of Destiny. He's hilarious. we got to get... I wish he was in more films. we like, got to get in more well, films. You know, Jack Black gets in them all, but yeah, why Jack, isn't he? Jack Black's in uh, Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. I'm looking forward to that, but... Jumanji, yeah. We need Jack Black to be doing some more proper comedies. But we need, yeah. we, need Cal- we need to pick a Destiny too, don't we? And we need Kyle... That's what Cause, we need. Because Kyle, Kyle Gass had great comedic timing. You yeah. know, as much as we're all sort of laughing at no, him. No, he's we, really good. No, no, he actually was He was actually really good. And, you know, we all love Tenacious D, but he was really good in this film. Yeah. He, There's no bias to this. Like, he genuinely was... No, because what, um, what you said before, Jack, you know, that scene where he's... Yeah. The physical comedy was funny. I'll tell you what we need. The way he was delivering, delivering that line about... But, Tomato in a farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it just makes you wonder, doesn't it? It makes you wonder because this film Elf was made three years before Pick a Destiny. Yeah, why has he not been in more films? Yeah. If I was sitting there as a uh, comedy director, comedy writer, you'd look at Kyle Gass in Elf and think, oh, "Fucking hell, he, he could offer me a scene or two. I reckon he's been, had offers. I reckon it's, he, I reckon it's a personal he choice. Been, he must have been friends with someone. If your best mates Jack Bloody Black, I mean, Christ. Yeah, he must be. He, he, he'll have had more, but we've not. He's like a phase on love. He's yeah, not yeah. really seen him in anything else apart from. I'll tell you what we need. This is what we need for next year, Hollywood, if you're listening. Krampus 2 with Kyle Gass. No, no, no. Phase on love. I was, <laughs> I was gonna, Jack Black in there as well. Yeah, Jack Black. I was going to say, a, a body cop film starring Sir Phase on Love and Kyle Gass. How, <laughs> how brilliant would that uh, be? Sir Phase on Love. Fucking hell. Set in Christmas time. Oh, God. <laughs> Kyle Richard Gass. Yeah, what else is he? Uh... I'm just going to see. If but yeah, he must have had offers. But yeah, it must maybe be it's a personal choice. choice. Maybe he doesn't want to go. Oh, with he was in, he was be, in Kung Fu Panda. Working. Well, Jack Black was in Kung Fu Panda, wasn't he? Well, yeah, he was. Yeah. Who did Kyle Gass voice? Kyle Gass was one of his. Quite a small role, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. He must be hard at work working on the Tenacious K- D album. That's what I like to think. Of it. I KG so. Shaw, so his character was named after himself in a way. But <laughs> <laughs> Jack's definitely pulled the string there, hasn't he? Yeah, get him in. He's in a film in 2015 called Circus, Book of Fire. He's been in a few things. I've never heard of any of these. Never mind. He's really shit, aren't he? He's not been in any Maybe that's what he's doing. More. Maybe he wants to do more independent. Like Jack Black's all mainstream, isn't he? But maybe he wants to do more. I don't know. But yeah, he's great. Yeah. He, I wish he was in more stuff. 
And yeah, what you said before, I wish Jack Black was in more stuff, but actually yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not just cacals where he's... Stuff where he can really... Where he's completely underused. Yeah, stuff where he can really explore his own Because I'll tell, tell you now, I'll tell you now, you, you bring this back up when we review Jumanji. <laughs> he will be like a spare part. Yeah. He'll just be, it'll be with Kevin Hart and Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne show yeah. with uh, Doctor Hugo thrown in for good measure. And Jack would just be standing there on the side of it going, hi guys, he'd be on the sidelines waving his hand. It feels that way, yeah. And you think, well, he's the funniest guy out of all of them put together. Yeah. Yeah. But he'll just be completely underused. Yeah, it? it was like mm-hmm. when he was in Peter Jackson's King Kong for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. oh shittest film I've ever made. Yeah. Uh, Worst three hours of my life. Is that all it was? <laughs> yeah, having longer. Yeah, he, was, he was in a film last year called Goosebumps. Looked pretty shit. Yeah, I'm not interested. Didn't see it. But, um, just need something where he can play Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we need. Have you seen the film called The Holiday with Jude Law? No, Jack Black's in that. Of course he has. Some rom com was yeah. <laughs> but it's a Christmas rom com, and it's actually a good. Oh, film. Christmas it's rom-com. a good film as well. Jack's perfect genre. It, Why didn't you pick that one for this year? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jack Black, Jude Law, Rachel Cadams, Cameron. <laughs> Donald Gleeson. No, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz and yeah. uh, Kate Winslet. It's actually a really good film. But he's good in that. Yep. Have you never really? seen that? Uh, <laughs> that sounds Jack right on your street. Yeah, it sounds right on my street. Oh, my God. Anyway, we've gone way off topic. We have a bit. Uh, the Christmas spirit, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really know which what more I need to say about Elf, to be honest. Yeah, not um, not really. I mean, you know, we've, we've joked it off enough, I think, a bit. <laughs> we've joked it off. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, one thing I I did quite like is how we moved time along. Uh, I think Richie mentioned it before about the montages. Um, You know, and this comes back to the whole simplicity, yet beauty of this film, is that the first time uh, Buddy goes into into New York City, that minute must be in about a minute that montage, where he's just going around, running around the door. Getting used to the surroundings. You know, picking up a tune gun and all that sort of thing. Mm. Little things like that just add up to make a very funny to make it very funny. Yeah, there's, um, because there's just so... There's so many places you can go with this and those montages. And this comes back to the good writing as well. Yeah. You know, and the direction because... Yeah, the montages just allow them to explore all the funny ideas. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, you've, yeah, got, yeah you've got this yeah. this childlike character in, in yeah. the real world for the first time. Yeah. And you just think, right, well, let's just go crazy with these montages. Let's yeah. just have some hilarious shit Why going not? on. Yeah. And there was another great one where he's preparing the... The, the room, like cutting out all the stuff, mm. getting all ready for Santa. Yeah. If you, if you part- Before the greatest scene in the world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With face on love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, another, yeah, some great montages in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love a good montage. We do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've said it all, haven't we? I think we have, yeah. I'm pretty happy yeah, with right about where, we've, where we are with that. Yeah, I think so. Should we uh, move on to favourite scenes, guys? This is a really tough one because I mean every scene's great, but I think I'm going to go for the um, the scene with the pitch when Miles yeah. Finch comes in. I was going to say that. because I had like what you said earlier, I'd forgotten how good it was yeah. and how well written that scene is. You know, essentially they're discussing a new children's book, it's... but it's just hilarious. Yeah, it is. It's almost a shame, like because Will Ferrell excels so much mm. in this film, and and yet this one scene he comes in at the very end, but I wouldn't include that bit. No, 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 but no, he's but just he's so just... great throughout the whole film, and it's such a great character, and it's just kind of a yeah. shame that this one scene still is so. Yeah, he's still in the scene, isn't he? Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just think that the scene that you talk, the mouse Finch scene, mm. it, it's funny from the first second because we get that cracking shot of the receptionist oh, yeah. sitting there, and the feet are tapping away, and you can't, and it flips around to her perspective, you can't see anyone. <laughs> 
And everyone, other little uh, psych office characters go, it's Miles Finch, it's Miles Finch. And everyone's looking at the floor. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just little things like that. It's just... When he comes through in the, in the door, it's so Did funny. You, it's so, a, little, so a little joke I picked up on, which I've never noticed before, is when he's initially on the speakerphone arranging the meeting and just before he hangs up, he goes, I'll be there. 71 degrees, remember. <laughs> 71 degrees. Well, do you know what? Like, there's a specific temperature he has to have. At the limo, yeah, in, that yeah. he's being picked up in. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I, it was the first time I've really noticed it. I noticed it. I think, because I, w- I actually watched this a couple of weeks ago as well, just because... Why not? Well, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, and that was when I first noticed that joke yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> Great scene, Jack. Woody? Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to pick that scene as well. We still can. No, 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 um, because a close second. I right, joint first. If maybe Miles Finch just gets it, but I'll pick um, Surface on Love. Oh, yeah. Damn it, I'm going to pick this one. The uh, radio. Walk, yeah, walk oh, So, yeah. I mean, I can't really remember. How does it start? I think it's the night after Buddy's. Yeah. Yeah, it's the night Buddy stays in the store overnight and redoes the whole shop. And then um, it's the next morning, isn't it? Yeah, but just before that bit, when uh, Buddy is uh, singing along to "Baby It's Cold Outside," oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny as well. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go for the uh, bit where Sir Faison comes over and, and says says to uh, Buddy and um, Joe Jovi. Jovi, she named after John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Zinger of the episode there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when he, when um, Sir Faison comes over to. Buddy and Jovi and says, it's, it's good, almost too good. Santa's <laughs> <laughs> got a brand new bag. Yeah. Just, oh, hilarious. And yeah, I think Jack said it before, he he stole that scene, he yeah. really did. Yeah. Similar to her, the scene you picked, the Mouse Pinch scene. Although uh, Bud, Will Ferrell's in it, it's not really about him as no, much, it's no. more about uh, mm. the other characters. Mm. But yeah, oh, yeah, great scene. Two great scenes. But yeah, I'll go for that one. Yeah, um, yeah, both very great scenes. I would have gone for them myself if uh, you hadn't picked them first. So those are also my my real favourite scenes. But mm-hmm. just just to kind of mention uh, a different one, I just want to bring up. Still phase on love. Um, <laughs> surface on surface. Sorry, surface on. Um, when Buddy comes back to Gimbal's, uh, this is after he's been fired, um, and this is just a, a little moment I'm going to bring up. But it's just it cuts to. Phase on love as Santa in the chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look. And it's just such a funny image. And then yeah, he just no, it's because he's gives him a look. Ho ho ho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a hilarious image. <laughs> so funny. Um, that's just a little moment I wanted to bring up. Um, it's full of moments. This film. Yeah. Right. So what are we giving this one out of ten? Woof. Woof. In my opinion, I think it has to be a full house because woof. I've watched it, well, I don't know how many times, but a lot of times, always loved it. And you, I also think you have to put it in context with the fact that it's a Christmas film. Mm. And, you know, it, limit, it limits yeah, it a little bit that's in a terms good point. of ha- where it can go. And yeah, it's always going to be sort of muted by that, isn't it? It's always going to yeah. be this sort Yeah. Of, I mean, it's well, got to have I'm, a. It is, it's it going to be a cliche ending. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's certainly be things like that in it, it, but you know, I mean, what are we supposed to do? Compare this with the Revenant? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Christmas, isn't exactly. It? And yeah, yeah. And, you, and you watch films like this to just enjoy them. And I mean, I bloody enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
All the characters were Christmas brilliant. <laughs> Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good Christopher. Yeah. Next year, maybe. Um, <laughs> Fourth Christmas film, then. Just written superbly, and I, I just because I love it so much, I have to just give it a ten. So, for, ten for me. Uh, fair you? enough, Jack. I, I, I'm not going to give it a full house. Um, I don't think it's warranted. I mean, it's a great film, yeah, don't get me wrong, but I can't have it in that sort of echelon of like, mm. top, top film. Um, interestingly, I did listen back to the review I get, the rating I gave for Christmas with the Cranks last year. Oh, yeah. I gave it a nine, but I think I only added on two because it was one of those I always watch mm. every year. You know, Elf is a better film than Christmas with the Cranks. Right, there's no, there's no doubt about that. It's a, it's a better film. Okay. So I'm going to revise my rating for Christmas with the Cranks Ooh. and take off two and give that a seven. <laughs> and give Elf a nine. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Because it is, it is a cracker. It is a. Pan the pan. Pan the pan. Pan the Christmas pan. It is a Christmas cracker. It really is. Um, yeah. I mean, what more can I say apart from what I've just said for the last half hour? Um, are you watching Christmas with the Cranks again this year? Well, well yeah, it will be at some point. Mm. Yeah, good um, to, good so I'll always report back. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because because um, it's been so long since I've seen this, it made me appreciate it a bit more, I think. It made me appreciate it a bit more. Um, yeah, just the, the little side bits that always add up to make this a proper gem. Yeah. So phase on and whatever, yeah. They're all just fantastic elements. So, yeah, I'll give this a nine, but... Move it back to Krampus. Uh, Krampus. Christmas would be Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Krampus is still nine for the deal. Or ten or whatever game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to give it a full house either. Probably give it a nine, same as you, Woody. Mm. Um, just something else I've kind of forgot to bring up is that uh, you remember when we had I had a problem last week with the boss in Office Christmas Party and oh. the kind of usual way these films portray business people that like is really fucking stupid and annoying it has that kind of in this film but there is a difference mm. and here's the difference well the last last quarter guy yeah 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 there's that and, and even James Khan to a certain extent his character mm. like there's kind of like stupid character decisions going mm. on there um, when they're supposed to be like know what they're doing but I guess the point is that he's pretty rubbish at his job anyway mm. the difference is when when Office Christmas Party and um, Money Monster and those types of films, when they do it, they're making a point as though they actually believe, mm. even though that it's being accentuated, they believe it to a certain extent. Well, who believes it? The makers of the film, oh, the writers okay. of the film. Um, whereas in this film, it's like so cartoonish and so jokey obvious, that yeah. it's just like, yeah, no, we're just joking. There's obviously not... Wait, you know, that goes back to what Jack said before about... Um... The Miles Finch scene. Of course it does, you yeah. Know, how seriously they're taking their job. Yeah. And they're all talking about fucking tomatoes in a farm yeah. as the idea of a Christmas book. And, you know, the, the book that he left two pages out was called The Dog and the Pigeon or something, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puppy and the Pigeon. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. But, they just pu- yeah. published it you know, missing two they're, pages. They're taking the job so seriously, but you got to look at what why what they're taking so seriously yeah, makes, yeah, exactly, it, makes exactly. it funny doesn't it exactly yeah but I just wanted to kind of clear that up before people start calling me a hypocrite uh, for making that complaint with Office Christmas Party not for this it is different yeah I just wanted to make that clear um, so but but yeah can't bring myself to give it a full house despite how much I love it and watch it every single year mm. classic Christmas film mm. uh, so it's it's a nine for me yeah love it Okay, um, 
It's time once again for Quiz Night, Christmas Quiz Night. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? It's the Quiz Night theme tune for film. Yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> Another friendly match, obviously, because we couldn't get Joe on the show again. It's just that time of year for him. Yeah. Very unfortunate. We should have called him again. Oh, bollocks. Yeah, we can do it in Rogue One, because that's, that's when we did it last year, in the Star Wars episode. Mm, could do, yeah. <laughs> Anyway... It has to be exactly the same as last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Woody is our quiz master this week. He is. Um, so do you want to just hit us with the first question? Yar. Question one. Name one of the elves' free mantras. Oh. Free codes for elves live their lives by. Right, okay. Right at the start of the film. Yeah. Yep. Right, ready, yep. Both should get this one because we've just mentioned it in review. What was the code on the Sir Faison's radio? <laughs> and he thought that management might be in the Gimbal's vicinity. <laughs> and that has to be exact, but we we have talked about it. Expect you both to get that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Question three. Buddy said that elves tried to stick to the four main food groups. Please name them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, question four. Michael said that he wanted a special type of skateboard for Christmas. What type of board was it? Ooh. I said it and Santa got it out on his list and then it was presented to him at the end. He did. With an American flag on it. There's a lot of American flags in this film. Did anyone else notice yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. There were, but I honestly, I, I, I was noticing that, but yeah. I, I think it's just because there are a lot of American flags in America. Yeah, I think there is. Like when he's in the Empire State Building, yeah, he clearly yeah. just shot it there, and there's like five flags in one room. Yeah. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um, that's obviously just what it's like. Finally, last one. Finish this quote from Buddy. This place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like... Mm. Ten words, isn't it? Oh, Christ, okay. <laughs> Tim. What's the deal with half marks on this one? Well, it depends where we are in terms of scoring. Okay. And accuracy. Okay. Because it's a final question. Yeah. Right, just move on. Yeah, yeah. all right. So, question one was, uh, name one of the elves' three mantras that we live by, uh, Jack. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is by singing loud for all to hear. Now, um, I have a bit of an obligation to smash this quiz. Oh, no. Because I've seen it every single... Uh, yeah, no, I, I haven't got it right. Oh, no, you named all three of them for me. I, I have felt it necessary to name all three. Oh, okay, oh, right. thank you, Richie. Yeah, please just rattle them off. Treat every day like Christmas. There's room for everyone on the nice list. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Yeah, and you know what, Richie, you're actually right, because Jack, you included the word by in your answer, by which singing. is incorrect. I noticed by that By singing well. loud. No, no, it's is singing loud, not it's by you singing give me loud. That. So unfortunately, Jack, you get no mark. You've got Richie, to give you get, me Richie, it. you get free because no. you got every what? single one. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, you both get a point each. Uh, right, ready? Yeah. Question two was, what was the name of the code on a 
Sir Faison loves uh, Radio Jack. Santa's got a brand new bag. Santa's got a brand new bag. He has, yeah. Correct. Simple effective. Simple effective. Question three. Buddy says that elves try to stick by the four main food groups. Please name them all, Richie. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. Yeah, I got that. Candy, candy canes, candy corn, syrup. Good, 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 good. It's tight, man, this, isn't it? Right. So, question four. This is where... Is where boys turn into men. Yeah, this is the this is the one. This is this was a tricky one. Michael wanted a special type of skateboard for <laughs> Christmas. What type of board was it, Richie? A real huff board, Jack. I just put the word huff. Richie gets the point. Yes, a real huff board. Correct. <sighs> huff is not enough. <laughs> Pretty harsh, but okay. No, a, huff, a real huff board. That's... Well, it may be Christmas, Jack, but we're not just giving answers away. Well, here. you should be what's, getting what's, in the Christmas what does, spirit. What does huff mean? Well, the question was, what type of board? Huff. Yeah, no, the question was, what type of board? And the answer was, a real, a real huff, huff board. board. Which is what I wrote down. Okay. Huff. I thought it was pretty good. You clear. can huff all you like, lad. You're not going to point that. Oh, God. <laughs> right, <laughs> ready? You're fun. Finish this quote from Buddy. This place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like... This is the one I definitely have made a mistake on. Okay. Uh, I've got the first word wrong, I think, but I think I've got the rest right. Mm. It smells like sweat and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. Jack. It smells like mushrooms <sighs> and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Jack's got it bang on as well. It's all perfect and great. So that is a draw then, isn't it? I think that's... A, no. There's four I've each, got, I got four. I think you got... You got four. Did four, you? Four, yeah. Mm. I thought you got the Huffboard one wrong. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, that's right. I was thinking. Got, I was um, thinking. I got three points for the first one again, which I should have done. Yeah. I was thinking. I got uh, three for the first question. Should be able to find an interesting bonus Arr, question for this one. Arr. All right, well, we'll give you a bit of time to think of the um, the mm. question for the Christmas clash. Jack pulled pulled it out of the uh, bag. Hey, doesn't he phase on? Santa's brand new one as well. Santa's brand new bag. Yeah. All right. Well. We're going to give you a few seconds to think of that question, and we'll be back. Yeah, all right. With the Christmas quiz clash. <laughs> okay, I believe we have our tiebreaker question ready. Is that right? Will yes, you... it's ready. It's locked in. All right. Okay, I'm excited. Are you um, excited, Jack? Yep. You're not as excited as me. <laughs> okay, but I'm excited. This, this will be tricky. This will separate men from boys. Oof, um, from real elf fans from fake elf. And I think it's going to have to be sort of who can get the closest to. Because it's, it's a quote. It's a quote. Okay. Um, but I want you to finish it. Right. So this is the scene with... Well, the Mouse Finch scene. Oh. Where he's pitching the book. So here we go. This is Mouse Finch. No tomatoes. Too vulnerable. Kids, they're already vulnerable. See, I told you guys. I told them the same thing. Mouse Finch. And no farms. Finish it. <sighs> Two sentences. Right, okay. Oof. I think I'm out of the first sentence back, but no idea about the second. No, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with that one. I'm just going to have to be a guest, and we'll see who's closest. Yeah, um, you ready, both of you? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Go on then, Richie, you want to go? Everyone's pushing small-time rural. Farm stories will just be a drop in the ocean. Oh, shit. I think that's... Jack. <laughs> oh, I put... Everyone keeps forcing the farms. Kids are too vulnerable these days. Well, you're both incorrect, but yeah. Richie, you are the closest. Just, yeah. just read the first bit again. Everyone's, uh, everyone's pushing small-time rural. 
Time. Time or town? Time. Time. Do I say time? Did you say time? Yes. Is it supposed to be town? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. No, but you're correct. You're much closer than Jack. Yeah, cool. The answer was everyone's pushing small town, rural. A farm book would just be white noise. Yeah, that's right. Well, that was uh, as soon as you said about that small town rule, I was like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good a, quote. That's another great little quote. Delivered fantastically by um, Peter. Peter. Yeah. Yeah, good question. And um, good questions overall. So, French. Yeah. Thanks uh, Thanks for those you questions there, Woody. Yeah. Um, I'm happy I won, but unfortunately, it means nothing. It means diddly squats. So, uh, I guess until next week, that was quiz night. All right, uh, let's get into a bit of news now, and um, some big news this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A full trailer for Dunkirk. What do you guys think of this one? <sighs> wow. I'm yeah. so just, excited. Just, just wow. Give it yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> Honestly, it looks sick. But I remember when the, when the teaser came out, Yeah. Mm. and it literally was a teaser. Yeah. It was yeah. just 10 seconds when it just was shot of... Some guys on the boat, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and that sort of wet our appetite. Mm. Now I've seen that, oh my God, yeah. It looks... Beautiful. It looks incredible, it does. doesn't it? It looks incredible. Those man. shots were... This is, this is going to be great. The shots... The actors, I mean, there's some, fuck, there's some bloody good actors in there. Great yeah. cast. Well, I mean, who the fuck is going to turn down Christopher Nolan? No, yeah, I mean, well, precisely. But yeah, great, great cast. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. This is just, it's just you just know it's going to be great. I have no reservations no. in confidently saying it now. that I am going to love this film. Yeah, it looks amazing. Like just that, sh- there was one shot there um, which really sort of got me, which was the one where it pans up and it's like a shot of the beach from above with all the men on it. It's only like two or three seconds, but that was, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, some fantastic shots and. Uh, so no question there'll be some difficult to watch moments emotionally so, hard hitting probably like, already you can see that from the trailer yeah Kenneth Branagh wow yeah, yeah so Kenneth Branagh yeah. I love that shot of the guy just kind of passively shoving yeah his, yeah some um, dead soldier as though it's in an the obstacle water. yeah mm-hmm. yeah just pushing him out of the way and I love that last line as well that Sir Kenneth delivers we can almost we'll see, see it, it yeah. Home, and then and then well, that... yeah, because Dunkirk was right on the edge yeah. of France. Yeah. It was right on the yeah, and then those little beats just as the trailer ends, mm. brilliant, brilliant trailer. Before that, though, the, the first bit of the trailer used um, what was it? Was it some? What was it? Now I completely forgot. <laughs> what? The oh, oh yeah, was, ticking it, like is it, oh, it was a cl- it was a clock. Was yeah, it? It was yeah, a it was watch, like a stopwatch. Stopwatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the second bit, we had the heartbeat, wasn't it? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, just works perfectly. And again, another reason, I, another reason I love it is, even though it's a full-length trailer, I still feel like I've hardly seen a thing. Mm, mm, there's, mm. there's still that's no, a proper bloody trailer, that. Yeah, you know, hardly any dialogue, trailer. not really giving you a lot at all, but really gives you enough. Gives you enough. Mm. If you put a te- if you put a teaser trailer out for, was it Baywatch or something? It was actually full length. We discussed it last week. Oh, okay. Was yeah. it full length? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it might have been Passengers then or something. One right. of these ones. Yeah, yeah. And you feel like you don't need to go and see a film because <laughs> yeah. you've seen it all. Yeah. You know, you've, you've seen the best bits of a film in the trailer, whereas with this, it's just not at all. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you, what you have seen, it's brilliant. But it's you, just you, the tip you, of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, Mark Rylance was on the boat as well, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mark Rylance. Yeah. 
I'm so excited. Yeah, bring on the summer. So excited. This one might be worth trying to seek out an IMAX for or something because it looks so good. Maybe I know there's not one close by, but maybe we could see it and then record it like another day. But I need I need to get maximum <laughs> perfect conditions for this. Do you yeah. know what one of the one film that's coming out? But you should, apparently he's highly recommended you do that for um, Billy Lynn's Halftime Walk because yeah, that's really? it's filmed in we discussed four K madness or something, right? Apparently it's filmed in one of the first ever films to be filmed in this new way that's out in January yeah it's got some ridiculous widescreen something I, don't know, I was reading it yeah it looks fucked up but this yeah. and our, um, we've yeah. never mentioned our good friend Dale who uh, has actually worked no we don't know what he's he was, done yet uh, he was one of the guys who got killed well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, uh, he's involved in the uh, FX yeah yeah. And we've got we've got to try and get him on um, yeah, well, there's no try about it. Yeah, he's going on the show, Dale. Yeah, if you're listening, to... you're going to be on the show. Yeah. If he's so, listening, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be great to get his insight, wouldn't it? It'd be, uh, and it's exciting because valuable. Well, all we know really is that he's you know worked on. We don't know anything about. Yeah, we've no how idea. much because or... he can't tell us anything. No, really, but no. we we have no idea what what he's involved with. But we got to know. Yeah, one thing I also loved about the trailer is um, we see it a lot more in these trails now. You know the messages we put across the screen, the words that they use. Hmm. I thought the, the words that we used in this were just really. Not, it wasn't overkill. It wasn't too preachy. It was hope just, is a weapon. Impactful. You know, hope is a weapon. Yeah. One of the most uh, shaped our world. Shaped yeah, our world. Shaped our world. It, it did. Yeah, know, yeah. People really don't. Not a lot of people know the full story of the Dunkirk evacuation, and it is incredible when you think about what actually happened. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah, yeah. Y- your mind can't really comprehend it mm. so yeah uh, I love the way they used um, the yeah. text in this and with with Christopher at the helm I mean oh, but he's, he just can't go wrong no no brainer is it you can re- rewind to this point when we're watching the film yeah, yeah. I am going to love this film yeah. no question about it I already, so am I yeah so futurist so futuristically you're listening to this <laughs> I, I'm glad you enjoyed the film yeah, <laughs> yeah. future Henry I'm glad Harry Styles got killed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, right, should we uh, move on to other things then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we're just going to move on from news then because there is a couple more things to talk about, but we've you know we've got shit to do. You know we've got lots of things going on. Mm. Um, so we're moving on to things that we've watched this week, and uh, we've got a couple of little gems for you to talk about. We've got a few stories to tell, a few tales to get Wolf. out there. Oof. So which one should we talk about first? Let's talk about one that we've all seen together. Okay, uh, so earlier this week, uh, we all went out to the pictures <laughs> to watch uh, to watch Bleed for this. Here's a clip. We're not done here, Vinny. We're not? No. We just need to, you know, figure out what's next for you. The whole world outside the ring. You know, Kev... I'm getting pretty sick of people talking about me like I'm dead. Like I died in that car wreck. Like it's just over for me. Kev, I'm gonna fight again. No, you ain't, Vinny. It's what everybody here knows. I'm afraid to say it to your face. Not gonna fight again. It's over. Bleed for this was directed by Ben Younger, 
and it stars Miles Teller, Aaron Eckhart, Katie Sagal, and Kieran Hines. The synopsis is the inspirational story of world champion boxer Vinny Pacienza, who, after a near-fatal car crash which, which left him not knowing if he'd ever walk again, made one of sport's most incredible comebacks. What did you two think of Bleed for This? I quite liked it, on the whole. Yeah, Definitely some issues. Um, we mentioned off uh, some of the acting... Kieran Hines, who I actually haven't seen before in a film, you two recognise him? I think you will have done. You will have done. You just not. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, probably. He's been in a lot. Yeah, actually, because you said Harry Potter, and I've got no idea who he played in that. So, okay, maybe I've seen him, but um, yeah, he played Angela, who who was Vinny's dad. Not great, to be honest. But on the whole, I thought it was really well shot, and I really liked the eighties feel of the film. I thought the music was really good. I thought it stood out to me. Is although yes, there were quite a lot of cliches in there it sort of felt different to me it felt quite fresh I don't know maybe that's just the direction I thought the direction was okay like, off, off, uh, you maybe didn't agree but I thought it was quite good Miles Teller I thought was good as well I mean last thing I saw him in was Whip- Whiplash you guys saw him mm. in War Dogs which I, did, really good in War Dogs. I didn't see yeah. so I think he's a pretty good actor from what I've seen um, liked him in this we also just mentioned off there Aaron Eckhart who played his coach I quite liked him um not as good as Miles Teller, but I thought he was pretty solid. And I just thought the whole story was really amazing. And I only found out on the day that it was a true story, which straight away heightened my interest. And it was inc- sure. it was incredible. I mean, what he did was unbelievable. Mm. And after the film, as I often do with true story films, I go away and do a bit of research. And I found out that it was pretty accurate. There were a few things that weren't the same, such as his opponents. All right. Like, his comeback fight wasn't against Duran. He did fight Duran, but his comeback fight was against him. Blah, blah, blah. But it was actually pretty accurate. But the other thing which was um, not accurate, but actually even more amazing in the true story, is that in the film, it was six months from the car crash to getting the halo off. In real life, it was only three months. Why did they extend it? I have no idea why. Okay. But that, I, I mean, read... it was pretty amazing anyway. It was amazing. It yeah. extended for three more months. Yeah. Yeah, that's just weird, isn't it? Lowering the... Impressiveness. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I read that and was really quite shocked by that. But on the whole, I thought it was a really good film. Um, yeah, really really nice shots, good acting from the lead, and just an incredible story with its faults, but on the whole, enjoyed it. Right. What do you, what do you think? I didn't like it as much as you two. Okay. We don't, we don't as much as Jack's. Yeah, we don't know what Richie thinks. Um, I'm a closed book. Hard to read, you are. <laughs> I, I take quite a bit of issue with this film. And I disagree with quite a few points that Jack's made. Miles Teller, yeah, he was good. And yeah, the only thing I've seen him in is War Dogs, and he was great in that. And his performance was, his performance was pretty solid. Um, but I did have a problem with this film. Um, I thought it was... The story is what carried it. The story was incredible. Incredible. And I did. I was aware of uh, Vinny Pazienza before the, the right, film. Okay. And I did know... Uh, just of being, you know, just of hearing it through my dad and all that sort of thing, you know, because it is one of those stories that you'd sort of say, "Well, fucking hell, what?" Yeah, my, my, it's, it's just mental, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad came out and said he hadn't heard of this story. Uh, well, anyway, um, so yeah, I did sort of know, I have a little base of background knowledge about it, um, but I, I didn't like the film. I, I, I think the film, for me, it went down the road of cliche boxing film, and it really shouldn't have done. We had the 
Kieran Hines, who was awful, and he, he stuck out like a sore thumb because he was just so annoying. Every every second word was the f bomb, and he was just he just got really annoying very quick. Aaron Eckhart again, you know, so cliche, hard drinking coach, falling hard times. You know, I just I just couldn't get invested in him at all. I, I think he's a good actor. Don't get me wrong, but he he wasn't very good in this. I don't think I I, I didn't like him. That's not to say it was anything. Well, no, it is actually. Yeah, his 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 lines were really bad. He, he was just a bit. He's just a bit too. Bit yeah, just a bit too cliche for me. Hmm. Um, I thought the whole film. It took forever to get going. It took so long to get going. He had, he had two fights. I mean, after the second fight, I thought, right, come on then, just get on with it now. And then he has a crash. And then after that, um, you expect the film to slow down naturally because we've got a show, weirdly, I don't know why we changed it from three to six months, but we've got a show this recovery now, um, Vinny getting the halo on and all that sort of thing. And while I didn't mind that, I thought we shot it quite well, it just dragged a bit too much for me and it, it, it turned into a cliche-ridden boxing film. And I, the last one I saw was Creed and Creed was a much better film. Much better film. Mm, not seen that just, still. Just, just so much better, so much better in so many ways, from the, the lines and scripts, um, and just, just the real feel of it. You know, the montages in Creed are, are just so much better than the montages in this. Yeah, that's my overall opinion. I want to, I want to get Richie's thoughts on it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, as we all know, I'm a bit of a man's man. I'm a sports <laughs> guy. <laughs> Um, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. kind of follow these things on a day-to-day yeah, basis. Yeah, heavyweight boxing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I've even had to go to it myself. <laughs> yeah, you were in, the, you're in the ring last <laughs> night, weren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like to talk you about s- it. You but... used to spar with Vinny, you know, back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like to talk about it, you know, I don't like to brag, but... Um, I'm a bit of a man's man. So, I'm kind of in the middle of you two. Okay. Because I did enjoy the film... But I also agree with everything you just said, Woody. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't think they annoyed me as much as they did you. So the thing that that was your point that was kind of my main point against the film as well is it being a cliche. Yeah. Um, because it was. This was. This was like I was kind of thinking. This is kind of like every single boxing film I've ever seen. When it when it should be the exact opposite. It shouldn't be a cliche. Because the story is so incredible and it's so unique and it's so unique. Well, yeah, this is the, so that's the thing. That's so that because it isn't just a boxing story. It's a it's a, it's a story so about much, life. It's and so it's much human, more than that. Yeah. A human story. Yeah. So I was yeah exactly, and I was thinking about this after after the film, and I was thinking, is that really a fair complaint? Because it's a true story. So they have so if the if the story is this cliched boxing story then how can I really make that complaint mm. but I guess you're right they, they, it, was, it was basically just the way that they did it yeah. that made it seem like that I was just thinking hmm maybe this is just how all boxing stories go <laughs> in real life as well but it, it definitely did feel like every other boxing film I've ever seen yeah but uh, I still found found it basically enjoyable and yes there were definitely parts that dragged and yes it took a long time to get going um, I think I kind of Enjoyed some of the sequences in that first part of it where it dragged, so it didn't annoy me that much. But yeah, it's a while into the film before the actual crash, mm-hmm. and the car crash itself I didn't like. <laughs> Did anyone not think that looked really goofy? Oh really? Well, yeah, because it. But the overhead shot of the car just not out. that so much really. It was it was literally when you see the car coming towards you, and all I was thinking is, well, 
that was weird. Yeah, it was. Just, I think it was, it was like it was, very... it, was an, it was like an empty road, and it was like no distractions. And the guy I, just went. No, think... I'm gonna crash into this guy now. Yeah, the car. The car literally just came onto the other side of the road. Yeah, and I think what made it a bit weird. Was he didn't react. He, yeah, because he didn't react. The driver, but the angle that we took was a back seat shot. It was literally like you were sat in the back seat, mm. and just yeah. It did look weird because you saw the car literally just swerve into the path. Of it the just it just looked like the director car. had gone. Okay, this is the part where the cars crash, so let's mm. do that. Yeah. No, you have to be on the other side of the road so you can crash. How are you going to do that? Well, you'll just drive there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then we toyed around with an overhead shot. Because I like that. I like that. Yeah, I didn't mind that so much. And how it carried on for I didn't a mind part that, while. I, I like the. And I like the lingering shots of of miles as well. Got the impact of the use of silence of. The, the camera overhead continuing on the direction they will be going. Yeah. Uh, and, and the shot. And just nice. And yeah, the shot with Miles hanging out the car. Really good, yeah. Yeah, really and, good. The, and, the Ross, and there were some nice... But I agree with you. The actual impact was just... It did look strange because the car literally... The uh, the car that hit Miles' car literally swerved into it. Yeah. So it did look very strange. Yeah. Because of the backseat shot, you could see that car coming anyway. Mm. So you've... It literally turned into you, and you think, "Well, move on." Yeah, just so, get out of the way. so I'm just thinking for the rest of the film. Well, not for the rest of the film, but I'm thinking for a long time. What's the explanation here? I mean, because even if it's a drunk driver, that still seems like a <laughs> hell of a, yeah. a reach. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just looks so strange and unrealistic. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess well, the biggest annoyance for me is not the actual. You know, it's, it is a bit nitpicking, sort of being annoyed at the way the cars crash, but. The only thing for me was how long it took to get to that point. Yeah, no, I think you that's... Know, a, it, it did. That's it definitely... Did drag. It did. That's definitely a fair comment. And it wasn't just then that it dragged. There were lots of other parts of the film that dragged as well. Uh, and there were lots of scenes that I, I, I didn't like. I could have done w- uh, without quite a few of the gambling scenes. They forced that a bit. Like, there was one at the start which was fine because it was like the first time we saw him go. Mm. But then there was quite a few where he... Just sat there. The seven nightclub scenes as well. Like, you know, all, all those yeah, with the girls and that sort of thing. Something. Yeah, so there was there was some good direction here, but then as as this is, I think, an example of uh, th- there were also times when the director gets a little bit too full of himself, and it felt like a bit of padding, maybe, so, maybe maybe padding, but also just yeah. kind of thinking like this is such a sweet yeah. shot. I'm including this into the yeah. film for and no it, reason. It's another one of those situations, isn't it, where we talk about oh padding in the film and then you look at the length of the film and it's two hours long and you think well why the fuck you done all that you don't need to do that just mm. get on with it and make mm. like a one hour forty film or something yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know I, I feel like he was just trying often. I feel like he just wanted those scenes yeah. in yeah. just so that he would seem like oh god this is the type <laughs> of shit Scorsese would do my yeah, Christ yeah, 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 yeah. rather than it actually being like oh I need to pad the film yeah. out yeah. The, the best parts of the film for me were once the accident happened um, the bit I enjoyed the most was the, the road to recovery and yeah alright six months it's going to be slow but I quite liked the when Miles Teller is basically vegetable mm. just but he, he always wants to be back at it and yeah. the doctor's saying he can't walk again he was, he's like fuck that I'm boxing again never mind yeah. walking mm. and I, the scenes with when Aaron uh, Eckhart down I, in the basement yeah down in the basement when to start again doing the like weight training and stuff. Yeah, but I, I, they were, they, that was I, the best bit of the film. I, one of my yeah. favorite, with that. One of my favorite scenes was the scene without the coach when he's doing the b- and, bare bar. Yeah, he's on his own. Yeah. He's on his own, yeah. and he's trying really hard, and then he has to take the weights off. And it, yeah, that was really cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice scene. 
Yeah, it was. And I liked how they incorporated some um, shitty home video camera. That made it look quite yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I liked how they used real footage as well. Mm. Of the news and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually thought the scenes... Fights. Mid-fights, like... the scene... See, he had the same mannerisms as... Miles Teller had the same mannerisms as Vinny when he's, like, swinging his arm, like, tapping his head. Yeah, his yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the scenes actually yeah. went during the fights with the crowd and with the people watching. I thought that all looked good as well. That's just cliche for me. That's... I know, but how else do you sort of film a fight? Well, yeah, no, yeah. How yeah. else do you film a fight? But how many fights did we have? We had two before you had the accident, yeah, and then we had mm. that's the final problem. one, which went on forever. But that's the problem here. I mean, how many ways are there to shoot a fight? Well, then, how many how many boxing films can you make? If mm. there's if you've run out of ways to do it, then don't do it. I do understand that, but we'll just take a different approach to it. You know? yeah. yeah, there's got to be. We don't have to see three fights in this film. No, we just have one at the start, accident. Yeah, and actually, fight. I was going to bring up a point, but what you said earlier, Jack, has kind of changed my mind about it. Now, you brought up the fact of the the fights being different, like they had different opponents or whatever. But something that I quite liked about the film is um, sometimes it, when it was just about to start a fight, it would come up with the subtitle of his fight. Mm. Now, there were subtitles in this film which I didn't like, mm. like um, three days af- before, after the accident or something. Yeah. So I just thought, well, that's such a pointless subtitle. <laughs> but I quite liked when it was used right at the beginning of a fight because yeah. I, I, I thought it was being used as, okay, so this is like, this is what actually happened. No, the dates were this- real. The dates were real. Well, just the opponent's name well see that's well I don't like it then I, I need it to be properly real I want this to be the dates yeah, and the opponent fair, like, that makes yeah they made some strange decisions like, in terms of what why would you change if you, why you keep the date and change your opponent I, I feel like they've changed major parts of this story for not really any reason yeah like yeah is, uh, if you're going to have the subtitle like that yeah that's pretty cool so now I know that that's the date that this actually happened cool yeah. I like that but if it's a different opponent well that's not real then yeah yeah, that's really weird. Maybe they couldn't. That's weird. Maybe because obviously I'm guessing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So now I completely hate the subtitles. <laughs> I liked some of them before. Yeah. And I don't. But I still enjoyed watching the film for what it was. I was annoyed we didn't get any shots of actually Vinnie Pazienza at the end. I wanted to see what he was like in real life. What? Oh, yeah, you mean like you a... mean like the usual true story mm. thing of coming up with? I'm not Pazienza box until I'm not saying yeah, yeah. every true story should do it, but I would have liked it for this. Yeah, mm. um, I I never really mind it when it's used at the end of a true story. I think it's I just think classic way to round things. Down to using it, you go out and find yourself if you want to know. Did you like the ending? The ending I wasn't sure about. I can't the interview. It. The interview. Keep scene. it spoiler free. But yeah, no, just, the, no, I really didn't like that. The interview. But I was literally just there just to put some. Uh, I honestly don't remember it. It's when he's talking about it. Is it one on one? People with say it's simple, but it, people. Say oh it's simple. yeah, I didn't know why mm. they did that. It was just really oddly placed, and it was just. Bit unnecessary. It seemed like they were trying to trying to finish with a big message. Yeah, I kind of like what it was going for, but yeah, I guess it was done in an odd way. I, I like that he was. It was supposed to be a kind of motivational mm. type of message, but mm. I guess you're right. It did come off a bit a bit because, because as well. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the setting of the interview was like a kitchen. Can't remember. It just looked like some kitchen, like some chef in the background cooking away. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the one that was that. Well, but yeah, what the hell? It just looked a bit odd. Yeah. Yeah, so I appreciate the idea, but I don't. The, the execution execution was a bit wrong. Yeah, I think it feels a bit like the director got a bit ahead of himself at times, and yeah, there, um, do, there does seem to be a lot of boxing films. But I would say this is a story definitely worth telling because I thought it was incredible. It's a story worth telling. And that's why it annoyed me that it went down the road of the cliche yeah. boxing film. You know, like I said before about Creed, Creed was a cracking film. It really was. Mm. All Rocky films are great. Um, yeah, it becomes more about more it's a shame, like, really. just kind of. 
an enjoyable, not much to it film, really, mm. whereas, whereas it should be more about the story and yeah. more about yeah. the realism. Whereas the director just wanted to do something a bit fun. It's got a bit too cliche, didn't it, with the Italian American family all sitting around having meal after meal. You know, almost, I've seen that so many times before. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen if I want to see this, we all, all live in the Bronx and all that, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah oh, come on. I've got the box set of the Sopranos. I don't need to yeah, see it in here. And I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it is true, but this story was just so need, exceptional. Yeah, that it just because it's true, you don't need to portray mm. it. Yeah. There are certain things, even though it's true, you don't have to say everything that's true, do you? Yeah. You, can have it, you can have it there, but just not as often. Mm. Like It's fine to have that side of the story, sure, fine. Cause, cause some, some, but, of the, like, some of the characters in the house were quite funny. I can't remember the relation, but was it his sister and his, yeah. his, his uncle, or his uh, brother-in-law or something? I thought they were pretty funny, actually. They were two funny characters, weren't they? Yeah. Um, Although, whereas Kieran Hines and his wife, his Mother were just very irritating, and that's something else that came kept me going. This film did have a, a pretty good sense of humour. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I enjoyed those parts of it. So yeah. there were part, things like that that did keep me going throughout the film, and I did enjoy it. And I would say it's worth watching for the enjoyment. It's for... worth watching. It's you know, it's it's not bad. It's not a bad film. No, it's just not a great film. It I didn't, I didn't like film. the really cringy shrine that the mother had. Well, that's just so cliche. You know, this is all thing about frame while a boy fights, so shouldn't have to watch him get hurt and all that crap. No, seen that yeah, before. Seen before. very stereotypical. Yeah. But again, I, I don't really know if I can disprove it anyway. So, if it's true, it's true. Was well, yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, all right. Uh, anything else? No, no. no. What do you rate? What are we giving this one out of ten? Oh, <laughs> I'll go. It's middle of the road five for me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Five middle of the road. Yeah. It, it it really shouldn't have been. I'd, it really shouldn't have been because the story is incredible and we should have had a, a film that warranted the story. Yeah. You know you know that spotlight where the, the story carried the film? Barking up the wrong tree with that one. Why? Because I didn't like Spotlight. That's, no, your, but point. that's your point. You, you didn't like Spotlight because you thought the story carried the film. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah. Okay. Where, whereas this, it should have been like that, really. The story should have been... Yeah. If The story should have been the film and this was... It just went down that road of cliche boxing mm. films that I've seen so many times before. Mm. But it has nothing to do with Mars Teller. Mars Teller was good. Yeah, he's some really good. This was some I'm good he was. I, I got off on the wrong foot with Mars Teller. Some good elders to this film. First thing I saw him in, as I think I mentioned every time he comes up, is Fantastic. Uh, which I, I can't believe is the first yeah. thing I saw of him now that I've seen him in other things and I think he's great. Well, he was really good in War Dogs and he was really good in this. I still, really have, I still haven't seen Whiplash, but I, I'm gonna. God, you gotta watch it. Yeah, I've, I've got, got time to watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Mm. Um, because, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, he's, he's, he's slowly rising in my estimations as a good actor. Yeah, I think he's good. Definitely. But yeah, middle of the road for me. I'd probably go a bit <laughs> higher. Um, I enjoyed it a bit more than you guys, maybe 6.5. Yeah. I think that's fair. It's, yeah. it's, it's still, I'm sort of glad that I've gone to see it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just a bit disappointed, you know. It's yeah. Just a bit disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Okay. Uh, yeah, there is something else. We've got a uh, Filed Film Society film oh. that Henry and I went to Box, see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't do a clip for this one. Because it's in a different language. Um, but this was uh, a film called Mustang. Mustang is directed by uh, Denny Erguven. And uh, the synopsis is, When five orphan girls are seen innocently playing with boys on a beach, their scandalised conservative guardians confine them while forced marriages are arranged. Um, Jack, you didn't get to see this one, but... Yeah, shame. Jack, what? you missed out, my friend. You did. What did you think of this one, Woody? I, I thought it was amazing. Mm. I really did. I... I... 
I love this film. One of those at the end, like a lot of these ones we've seen at Fire Film Society, where they are so powerful that you sort of lost words by the end of it. And what I wrote on my card, the little comment card when we walked out, was it was an emotional roller coaster, and it, and it really was because we had humour dotted around. Especially at the start of the film. Yeah, some great It was uh, very, very funny. It was. Very funny. Um, but the undertones and the real message and some of the scenes were just so sad. Um, really horrible. And, mm-hmm. But mm. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was an amazing film. I thought the acting was great from the, the, the five girls yeah. who it's based around. And I was reading an interview with the director. Um, only, one of those, only one of those girls had acted before. Hmm. That's so pretty cool. The rest of them, like some of them auditioned, she found one of them at an airport, and just like the way she looked, and went over to her parents and said, "Oh, I'm going to do this." And yeah, I was reading this interview in the Guardian with the director, and she said, "Because do you know, how, like we did Taxi uh, Tehran mm. last time, and the uh, director of that, whose name escapes me, I'm afraid, um, he sort of hated in his own country for making sort oh, of um, you know controversial films. Jafar, Jafar Panahi, yeah. Jafar, yeah." And he's sort of a bit of a... Well, he's just not liked in his own country. Mm. Same thing with director of this. She's made this film. And because of the... Although Turkey's changed now a bit, she said, she still held... It's still like very conservative and very... Some of their views are backwards. And mm. um, when this film came out, it didn't really... Didn't get any coverage in Turkey. And then in other, other countries, it sort of got a lot of coverage and... Same before I fair it's won four Caesar Awards in France, nominated for an Oscar Best Foreign Language Film. That was a strong you, category you, last yeah, year. Yeah, it bloody was a strong category last year, and you can I can really see why. I can really see why. I've I've I, I really did love this film. I recommend. It. I definitely think you should get it on DVD. Jack. Yeah. You know you you really did miss out on this because I, I I thought it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It was very good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, loved I, I loved the way the story was told. I just thought it's fantastic story. Oh, it's told so well. Yeah, it is, and you just feel you just feel so helpless when you're watching it, as they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, um, because like you're just trying to think of being in that of, situation. Uh, well, yeah, you're just trying to think of a way around it, but there just isn't one. Well, it reminded me of my childhood in South Shore, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, okay. You know, forced into a you know early marriage and all that stuff. <laughs> No, no, no. It's the complete opposite of what anyone really knows. Uh, horrible, yeah. Yeah. Ba- basically, is... these girls were got caught frolicking in the sea. Right. Yeah, I read parents. that in the synopsis. Well, yeah, but it, it, on the beach were, they were playing chicken. Like, what is that's what the game's called? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah they're just yeah. playing chicken, like in the water, yeah. and and you, you were watching that scene, and you kind of think nothing of it. Mm. Yeah, that's quite that's nice. Quite a nice scene to watch. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's basically what sparks spark, off the yeah. because it was what did they say they were they were rubbing their private parts yeah. on boys' necks and, and that was what was the problem like, with it for all the elders and that's just you just cannot do that girls especially yeah. girls just cannot be doing that sort of thing and it's all about and they're basically imprisoned the grandma them. is beating them and yeah picks on the elders first and makes her way down trying to yeah grabbing all these girls and we're all really bothered about. Status, aren't they? Yeah, that's what it all comes uh, down to. Um, similar way to like a girl at my door, and what's that? And it's all about you know your reputation in this little community. Yeah, and you've got to be seen to act in a certain way, and all this. And 
Yeah, yeah, that literally is yeah, but a scene that looks quite nice, and then you just bang straight into it, then. and it's all about the repercussions from that. Yeah, and they're basically just imprisoned uh, in their scene. own home for yeah. the, the literally imprisoned. God, literally imprisoned. The, yeah, the, the uncle because the parents had died. He's putting up bars around the windows and all this. They've stopped going to school. And what, what was interesting was uh, you were talking about the grandma beating them before, and then there's a scene right after that where she's telling the dad to leave him alone, they haven't done anything yeah. wrong, yeah. just because she, she's basically yeah. the nice one. Yeah. Like she, She's beating them, yeah, but that's nothing compared to what he's going to do. Yeah, exactly. But he's not, he, wasn't, he was the uncle, wasn't he? he oh, sorry, yeah, the uncle, sorry, yeah. yeah. That's right. And he's, oh God, he, his character takes a turn for a worse towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even his character has some humorous moments. Yeah, he does, yeah. What, when he's with his other mates watching the footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is a great use, yeah. great use of humour. It's, it's, I, I really did love it. I really did love it. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was just really emotional film. I thought. I thought it was. You did have a bit of an issue coming out of the film with it. No, I said oh, it was a bit convenient. It yeah. was a bit convenient, which I do agree with. It was a bit convenient. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. No, so, no, you know, spoiler free. But yeah, it was just there was a bit of convenience. It though. was a bit convenience. Not too much. But I did, but say, really I, I did say to you, I can forgive it because there's not much of a choice. There's not much of a. Yeah, option, and also there's kind of enough in there where you can understand how it happened. Anyway, oh no, I, could, I perfectly understood how it happened. I just thought the timings and the way it happened. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, it, it was a bit convenient. Yeah, I agree with that. But it wasn't as if, all oh, right, well, that's just ruined it for me. That no, no, def- definitely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's when you, I, I did say to you like I said that comment when I thought, well, how else is it going to end? Well, sure, but yeah. you know, we wouldn't allow that kind of. No. Comment for Ghostbusters or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can see why it happened, though. You can, yeah. And they do give a reason for it. They do give a reason, yeah. They do give a reason. But I do I do take your point. I do agree with you. You're right. Mm. But, yeah. Very enjoyable film. Mm. Sounds great. In an odd way of saying that. But, anyway. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, just brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to buy it on DVD. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'm going to watch that again. Oof. Have you got any of the others that we've watched the film on DVD? Yeah. Oh yeah, which ones have you got? Lobster. Oh, oh yeah, Lobster's yeah, yeah. Marine. Oh, did you? I didn't know you got that on. Yeah, I got that as well. Yeah. Oh, cool. And you got Anomalisa. Phoenix. Uh, Anomalisa. Well, yeah, we didn't actually see that. As well. um, but we are going to do that one. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we're actually going to do a proper review. <laughs> I love how many times we've I think that. we've all got it on DVD. So we all need to, Oh, you've not. I've, I have. Um, and I got Phoenix as well. Yeah, you've got Phoenix. So what would you guys give this film? 10 mm, yeah I think I'd give it a 10 Def- definite 10 definite 10 Wait. I mean how, ma- how be... many 10s have we given in the final films I know but it's ridiculous. like it's always... all so diverse as well though. it's always from one extreme to the other though. it's always either like a 10 or like a 1 yeah yeah well the, the film that we saw that kicked the season off Jack was the biggest splash and we thought that was going to be great. Slow it was just, Yeah, it was just rubbish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We ended up giving out like a tour. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. There's like, there's barely any kind of in between, is there? Yeah. But I think that's a good thing to be honest. I, oh yeah, yeah definitely. You know, it's all part of the experience. Yeah, it creates discussion, doesn't it? Definitely does. And yeah, I cannot recommend Mustang Alley enough. And I think was the feeling that everyone else there enjoyed it as well. Or did you hear any uh, comment? Because sometimes you hear comments, don't you? Difficult to say. I don't think I even really heard what anyone else was saying to be honest well we have a poster outside of the film and the comments the reviews that 
people have left. All right, the, yeah. The yeah, but I think you mean from the disgusting public, don't you? Oh, yeah. you mean the rest you know when you come out? Be great sometimes you'll hear them. Be great and watch. Sometimes you'll hear them say like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah," and you'll go, "Yeah, well, well, the one out of it." Yeah, yeah. Well, um, some old person behind us couldn't work out how many girls were left at one point. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> it's really that was quiet. All, all the girls. They have these scenes where like we pretend to go swimming in our own room so sort of, like because we've got no right and we're all lying on each other's arms and stuff and he, he says how, how many are there there's yeah. only four girls there yeah. <laughs> his wife goes no there's five look it's <laughs> yeah. he, he, was, he was like um, oh there was only four of them a minute ago yeah that other one's come back <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> so funny I think if, you, if you're engaged I don't see how anyone could not like it at all yeah mm. I loved it loved it definitely should have uh, that was the only thing I heard though, from comments from the people around us though. I didn't really hear yeah. any other no. anything else, so who knows? Okay. Uh right, should we move on? Yeah. Right, Jack, hit us with what else you've watched this week. Just the one thing, thankfully, because I know we're on time for a bit. Um Yeah, I brought the DVD back, Train Spotting. It is a rewatch, but the first time I watched it was a number of years ago. I can't actually remember when it was. Was it before or after about time? <laughs> before. <laughs> For about but time. not but after the holiday, yeah. Actually, uh, actually no, no, that that was before as well. So did you anything for this go down after you saw about time? <laughs> <laughs> Plummeted. <laughs> what is this garbage? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just I absolutely loved it. Um, really glad to rewatch it as well because I know the new one's coming out quite soon. Mm-hmm. So yep. as, as soon as we heard that they were doing a second one. I was keen to get on it because there are so many moments whilst watching it that I'd completely forgotten about. Like the bit, yeah. the, the bit in the beginning, not, it's not spoilery, bit in the beginning where he climbs into the toilet. <laughs> Completely forgot about that entire yeah, in, entire bit. But he's shot in such a Yeah, good it's brilliant. And, That's I mean, all, all the characters are fantastic. And and, and, and the, a lot of the dialogue is genuinely laugh-out-loud hilarious. But it's weird, like, I think you mentioned this when you talked about it. It, it, it. it manages somehow to strike that balance of actually being pretty funny but it's bloody dark. Oh my god, so dark, isn't it? So dark. I mean, you've. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all fucking heroin at yeah. anyway. So, but but that's just the start of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't do much heroin. <laughs> nah. But that's just the start. You've then got yeah. like the young girl, the school girl story. <laughs> yeah, Christ. There's and it gloss over that one. Yeah. 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 But but they make it into this really entertaining, quite light-hearted in in places. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. It's, and I love um, a Sick Boy. He's hilarious. Is that his name? Bon Bon. Yeah. Sick Boy. He's great. But they're all great. It's just such a brilliant film. And I know Joe hasn't seen it. So ho- well, hopefully before we review you it. You know, I'm going to rewatch it before the second one comes out. And yeah. I'll give it to Joe. He can watch it. You said you didn't get to see any of the uh, extras. No, I didn't get to. Because uh, this, this was the film that. This is the first film Jack's ever seen. Oh yeah, that had two discs. <laughs> he yeah. never knew that, that DVDs could come. That was that was pretty hilarious. Uh, I wasn't talking about just, this for a second. I was just keen to bring it back because I know Joe wants, needs to see it. Yeah, no, um, unfortunately, it's not here. That so. was that was funny. Uh, yeah, Jack just uh, picked up the oh, case, opened it up, and was like, "Whoa." What's going on here? <laughs> Is it some foreign object that <laughs> landed in his hands? There are two discs uh, on here. <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's got, one's got the special features on. That's a really good idea, isn't it? Like, yes, Jack, it's done quite often. I can't believe you've never seen that before. I can't believe that. Because I've got a copy of Eternal Sunshine that's got two discs. Right. 
I've only ever seen it when it's just also, bonus features on the main. Not, not only that, but like s- s- on adverts on TV when you see DVDs. Yeah, two you know, discs. Yeah, get this two disc special edition, things like that. I do remember actually seeing those adverts when I say it. But... <laughs> oh yeah, now you say it. But I've never seen Unbelievable. one. Unbelievable. I've never seen one, though. But I, I, that is astounding to me. You are a film critic. We've been doing this. Yeah, but for everyone a knows. A year and a half. Everyone knows that we are like, well, me especially, retarded. Yeah, <laughs> and like, but that's what makes our, our show unique. I think. Well, we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot we haven't seen. Or I, haven't, I haven't seen. I also love Robert Carlyle's performance. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Mm. Which, because really really I mean, you said which, one of them is English. Which Johnny one? Lee Miller. That's and, right. And he play. Is it Tommy? Tommy. Yeah. He's Tommy. Yeah. Right. So he's actually English. Right. But, Robert, but he pulls off a very good Scottish accent. Yeah. And, but Robert Carlyle was brilliant. Mm. So yeah, there's not a lot to say. Just yeah, I've last watched it in like July, August, so I can't yeah. wait to watch it again. And and Ewan McGregor's narration was great as well. Yeah. But can't wait for the for the next one. Cool. Bring it on. But yeah, that, that's it for me. Yeah. Alright. Woody, what have you got for us? I've got a lot. Oh god. <laughs> Alright. I've got four films. Okay, so, but I'll, I'll try my hardest to keep it brief, I won't do a joke. The <laughs> um, first one that I saw is a new one, it's out in the cinemas at the moment, Sully. Oh, I saw that. Alright, spoke well. about it last week. Yeah, because I missed the last episode, didn't I? That's so, right, yeah. yeah. Took a bit behind. Um, yeah, went to the cinema on a couple of Sundays ago with my dad. Oh yeah. Last thing we saw together at cinema was Revenant, so I had a lot, a lot to live oh, up God. to. <laughs> um I didn't really like this film. I thought it was similar to Bleed for This. I mean, right in terms of a rating, um, oh. I preferred I preferred Bleed for This I by agree. a lot of, by a long way. Right. Um, I just thought Sully was uh, very boring. Well, the main thing was there's was not enough material, was it? Well, the, the main thing was that the whole after the crash, yeah, it's essentially made up. Yeah, like none of it ever really. Happened. None of it ever happened. Fucking well, no, he did. Get, he did get a lot of. Quizzing. Oh, you know, yeah, he had to get quizzed about, he had to be quizzed about... Um, how he did it. Yeah, but how much can he stretch that? Well, how much did he stretch it? Bloody hell did they stretch it. And they didn't do it well. I knew it, I fucking knew it was going to be like that. Yeah, no, it, it, well, did you like? did you like Aaron Eckhart? I thought it was good, didn't it? I thought Aaron, Aaron Eckhart was appalling in this. Did you actually? Yeah, he's, he's in that as well. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's awful. He, he's so wooden. He, his performance in, Ble- in Bleed for This is better. I thought he was awful in, in something. Yeah. I really did. Right, I've got to know what you thought of it, about him in Dark Knight then. I thought he was good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think he's been underused in the two films that we're talking about. Right. Or, or maybe not. Used in the wrong way, shall I say. I think he's been. And how, how bad? I, I thought he was really poor. Woody, how terrible were the scenes where his wife's on the phone? Shy. But, but just complete. Just rubbish. complete dross. Just complete bore. Yeah, complete <laughs> and she was awful. Stealing she was worth it. She was awful. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've just I was just completely, for the most part, bored. Mm. Bored as simple as that. We try to do some techniques, and we, Clint obviously had a bit of a budget because Tom Hanks had two nightmares of him crashing the boat, and I think the fir- of the, sh- of the plane in the river, and I think the and first the shot, the first yeah. shot is the plane being crashed into buildings. Yeah, and he <laughs> wakes up and he's yeah. like, oh, God's sake. Yeah. And it, even Tom Hanks couldn't save this for me. No. He couldn't save it. I thought it was pretty terrible. Skylar was in it, wasn't she? Skylar was in it, yeah. She was, mm-hmm. she was pretty bad. She was pretty bad. Yeah, she was You know, bad. the scenes, because uh, Skylar was on this committee, like, mm. to talk a woman on the committee, committee as well. Like, yeah. Um, the committee <laughs> were quizzing uh, Tom and um, Aaron into like, why? Why the... Why they couldn't land it. Why they couldn't land it. And it was just a complete non-starter. 
It was a complete non-starter, and this is why you could tell that the thing was made up. The guy is okay. Before it was a dual engine failure, but it was one engine failure. That was the basic premise. That's yeah. why he's being quizzed. Yeah. Later transpires that it wasn't. Anyway, so two hours later, right? Great, cheers. Yeah, I just don't know what about this well, story is supposed to suck me into entertainment. Two hours, it wasn't two hours, it was 90 minutes actually, but it fucking dragged. It did drag. They should not have made this into a film. No, it, it, it just, it just not, it's, it's just not a film. And the scenes where he's being quizzed uh, by the panel. Um, it's the trying Oscar, to be, the Oscar fishing line doesn't base itself, Jack. I know. It's trying to be all tense, isn't it? I was, I was not tense at all. It's, it's trying and to be all tense. And the, worst, the worst bit for me was the final 20 minutes was so boring basically um, the two were on trial in front of a sort of an open court and to prove whether Tom Hanks could have turned around and landed the plane or he had to crash in Hudson uh, land in the Hudson River they used simulation simulation, simulation flight simulation mm-hmm. and they literally took us through it step by step three or four simulations and it's people being really wooden going Flight check, yep, okay. Oh, no. How's my air going? Yep, good, yep, 10 4, yep, yeah. okay. That, you had about three of them. Is that supposed to be comedic? No, 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 no. It's, supposed be, it's supposed to be. Serious. They were reenacting it. Fucking hell, right? They, they, were, given... they, were, given, they were given the exact audio of Tom Hanks and his co pilot. And, and, and they just yeah. said it, and it just went down like a lead, like, went down like a plane did. It really, <laughs> it, just, it was just such a shit ending to such a bad yeah. film. At least we got some nice shots of the real thing at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Was that good? Some there was just some pictures. Oh, at the end it was yeah, the end credits. Yeah. But mm. yeah, I agree with pretty much. I said what you said, didn't I? Really? Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. terrible. Terrible. If I was rating it two. Oh Ouch. really? Yeah. What did you give it? I can't remember. What, I don't think I said what did I? What would you give it? Middle of the road, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's... Anyway, it was. I thought it was a lot, lot of shit. A lot worse than believing this. Right, and then I've done two rewatches and one watch on Amazon. So I'll start with a fun rewatch. And it's been a while since I've seen this one. A long time. I know Richard's got the DVDs Nothing out better there. Than a fun rewatch. Oh. Uh, Simon Fred, Peg and Nick Frost. Oh. Paul. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was on TV, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, Channel 4. Channel 4. I put it on uh, for a couple of minutes. Yeah, but... so it's four, right. I love Paul. Get it on plus one. Let's, let's watch it. Greg Matola. Yeah, Greg, yeah. Greg, yeah, Greg Matola. Just laugh out loud, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And because it's been, I've only ever seen it once before, and I've, you know, I forgot that Bill Hader was in it. Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Jason Bateman. Greg uh, Greg Matola the director. Well, yeah. I just, you know, I forgot about all these things. Yeah, it's the classic uh, Greg Matola cast, then I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was a few years after Adventureland and mm. Wiig and Hader were in Adventureland, weren't they? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved Paul. I, I thought I thought it was it was it's just such a great film. I, I love anything with Peg and Frost. It's just, it's just so funny. It, it, it's one of those films where it just keeps you keeps you laughing. Mm. And I must say, the, the the quality of the Alien is so good, even though the film is four or five years old now. Yeah, it looks it still looks really That's good. That's a good point. And Seth Seth narrates it. Does he? Seth Rogen? Yeah, Seth's pretty strong. Stone and Seth, I think he is still Stone, in that sorry, one. Sorry, yeah, Stone and Seth, yeah. <laughs> still is now. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I put that on for a couple of minutes because I saw that it was on TV, yeah. but I, I didn't end up watching the whole thing. I, mm. just, I should watch it again, really, the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just so enjoyable. Yeah. It's just so enjoyable and so funny. Loved it. And, and as well, this is another uh, cameo that I 
didn't know but didn't realise before the two guys who approach uh, Peg and Frost in the bar is um, Jesse Plemons Jesse oh, from Breaking Plemons, Bad right and uh, David uh, Koshner uh, yeah, David I, yeah, the same two, the two guys. I would have, I, I definitely recognised David Koshner the first time I watched it. Obviously, I wouldn't have recognised Jesse Clemens because it was before. He's got quite big now, and he got quite. I, I don't think. know. Last time, I saw, last film I saw him in was a program, and he was dead skinny. Do you remember? Oh shit! Yeah. We watched. Well, we watched him in. There was something else that we'd seen him in. Yeah, yeah well, he was quite. He was, he was that, quite chunky. He's in that one flying a plane, wasn't he? Mm, what was it? Flying a plane. Yeah, flying a plane. Wasn't I in the sky? It wasn't I in the sky. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Was it? No, you're from no, Baron Bridges Hall. Bridges Spies. Bridges Spies. Bridges yes, Spies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was chunky, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was. Bridges Spies. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Film that. Paul, yeah, just, just cracking. Just, just, just great film. Cool. Love it. And then, I also rewatched the film, again, I've not seen for a long time, but completely opposite end of the spectrum. And you've got, you've got that on DVD Ooh. as well. Uh, Donnie Darko. Ah, I haven't actually seen it, but I've got it on DVD. Oh my God, you'd love it. Yeah, you would love I've it. Got. You haven't seen it? Oh, what a film. This is basically the film that put Jake Gyllenhaal on the map. Right. Which is like his first ever film. I think it was like 2001 or something. It's one of them you hear a lot about. Is it, would you say it's got a cult, cult following? Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's a cult film. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got a cult following, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because I knew that and I got it on DVD but I just never got around to watching it. It's a great film but Drew Barrymore's in it, Patrick Swayze, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister plays his sister. Hmm. It, it's one of those films where you finish it and you just... You just go, oh my god, I want to see that again, you know, sort of almost straight away. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to say, but I don't know how much I want to get into it. Basically, Donnie Darko, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, is this. I know a little bit about it. Is this kid who's sort of an outcast in school? He's basically schizophrenic. Yeah, I knew it's, he had something. I was, I was going to ask if he had multiple. Yeah, and he goes like sleepwalking at night and all this sort of thing. One night he's he's out sleepwalking and a plane crashes into his win into his house. Oh. Crashes a plane wing of a plane or an engine of a plane into his room would have killed him. Christ! But Tom Hanks comes out, and, uh... but he survives and he gets woken up on the golf course next morning. Wing is hanging out of his uh, roof, and the whole film is about him on this path of sort of self discovery and. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. No, it's basically he's trying to fight his demons in his head because he sees this figure who's a bunny, who's got a bunny rabbit mask on, who's telling him to do bad things to people. Mm. And it's just, it's just spectacular. I mean, I've seen it before. Watching it again, I just had such a better understanding because the first time you see it, it'll blow your mind. Right, it is one of those films where it's just like, what the fuck just happened. <laughs> Because in a good way, though, in a good way, not in a um, yeah, in... survivalist way. I mean, <laughs> in, a, in a way where it's like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, you have so many different theories about what you think happened and what act- you know what I mean. It really is one of those films, and I, I want to watch it again now. Just get me talking talking about it. Excites me. How old were you the first time you watched it? <sighs> I was still at school, probably like yeah. 16, 17, something right. like that. So quite a while. Um, but I think the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, it was good, but I didn't think it was pre-film that days of course well that was good but didn't really didn't really get it didn't really get it mm. you know in my silly years <laughs> oh, that's cool but reckless no, youth reckless youth yeah <laughs> but no um, just oh, it's just incredible yeah I'm sort of struggling what to say I, I, don't, I don't really want to well yeah I don't want to say I don't want to say too much um, yeah well, it's just me, a brilliant film you've got me hooked to it anyway but 
Interestingly, a young Seth Rogen is in it. That is interesting. Uh, first ever film he did, first ever credit. Or, really? You know, one of the, yeah, playing a bully called... But he's, his bully is him and another guy, but uh, annoyingly, the other guy is called Seth. Oh. <laughs> character name oh, right. Seth. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just really good. Who's your girl who's in it? Jen, Jenna Malone is in it. Who plays like... Donnie Darko's love interest right. she's got sort of really it's definitely been one that I've sort of it's, had it, in my mind as yeah. one I want to watch oh you're quite for right for a long it's, time it's definitely, but I just yeah, never have definitely cool, that's why I got cool it on film DVD. Uh, definitely cool film it's just incredible full house mm. no brainer beautifully shot beautifully shot a cracking soundtrack who, did, some, who did direct it anyone we Richard know Richard Kelly uh, yeah in fact it's just a, I've written an interview with him in, on The Guardian after I watched it one of these guys who makes this is the first film we made mm. and it was just and then all downhill all downhill all downhill and he said like he struggled to he's always the guy who made Donnie Darko right and he's never really made anything that's ever come ever close that to must him. be tough Christ dear. he's such a clever he's such a clever film well I kind of know where he's where, like how he feels though because now that we've done film night I really know where we go from here yeah. <laughs> yeah. our lives have reached its peak our lives have reached its peak haven't yeah yeah so yeah, it's just honestly, guys, you you'd both love it. Yeah, uh, Jack, you might want to watch it with me when you watch it because I think I might pull your head, a little, little tiny head. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no! It's great. It's great. It's, well, it's... you've got on DVD. Maybe we should come around. And... I mean, if there's anything that kind I'd of love com- to rewatch it. if there's anything that kind of compares to you know having two discs in one DVD case. Oh Christ! I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be something you can handle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Absolute. Yeah. 10 out of 10 the way it's shot the soundtrack everything about it everything about it is amazing yeah and you fucked me well yeah the story the story and the twists and turns it takes along the way and the, oh yeah I'm not going to say too much uh, yeah, yeah it's been stuck in purgatory on my DVD shelf now yeah, but yeah. Uh, amazing I might just have amazing. to push it through because it, yeah it's been one that I've always my eyes drawn to that one a lot because it's one Very I've not seen but it's a beautiful I, case yeah I didn't know until today that you <laughs> beautiful oh yeah do you haven't seen big, it? Big right in there. Nice yeah. spine on that case. Right next to dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's just... Yeah. Um, cool. So that's Danny Darko. And then the last film I saw... I know I've been going on for a while now, but... Um, it's probably you watched so many films, isn't it? Yeah. Um, last film I saw... was definitely on Man and Jack's radar for a while, since we saw the trailer last year. And then I was flicking through my Amazon Prime, and it was just sitting there, so I thought... Okay, gonna give it a watch. And um, called the ones below. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I requested this for Foul Film Society, hoping they'd choose it. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, I'll get some information. I think you did see the trailer. I it's a it's a British independent film. Okay. Yeah, I think you did see the, see the trailer. I can't remember if, if I did. Um, basically, it's about these two couples. So the main cast is just like it's just four people. Uh, David Morrissey's in it. The main the main couple is Clemency Posey. Yeah, I recognise it. I think She's off Homeland. You'd recognise it. The main girl in oh. Homeland. Oh, I know who I know who that is. So that blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's her and her husband played by Stephen Campbell Moore. That's the main couple. Right. And he he's been like that's some British things. You probably won't recognise them. And the couple below them, David Morrissey and a girl called Laura, a actress called Laura Byrne, they move in below in the flat below them. And they're like very eccentric and very flamboyant and very loud and all this sort of thing. Okay. 
And it's basically Clemency Clemency Posey just going about her daily business. She's pregnant. Um she's got this child, but couple with him below and she the girl below her is literally the exact same stage of her pregnancy. Mm. I think one's eighteen weeks, she's like twenty one or something like that. Mm. And so to, to break the ice and it's shot in such a dark way, really creepy way, really creepy score, quality score. Clemency Posey and, and Stephen Campbell Moore oh, invite them up to their flat to their flat to have a meal. And they have these little weird things. They always take the shoes off behind the door and all this sort of mm. shit. David Morrissey, great performance from him. And we're sat there and it's the most awkward dinner conversation ever. But it's, it's really awkward, really tense at the same time. Mm, yeah. Two couples who are similar in a lot of ways but completely opposite in others. And basically, there's, an, there's a bit of an incident, a bit of an accident. The girl, Laura Byrne, trips down the stairs and <laughs> loses a baby. Oof. And this sparks this whole sparks the rest of the film of Is it like jealousy? Jealousy and basically Laura Byrne wants to become Clemency Posey, wants the baby mm. and starts to look after it once it's been born. They move a long time in this film beautifully. And it, it went really well. But then it just faded off a bit. Ooh. It faded off a bit in the last mm. twenty minutes. It's only a ninety minute film, it's good length. But it was going really, really well, and I was really rooting for it, for it, and I was loving it. And it just got a bit predictable, and it disappointed me a little bit because the first half was really dark, a great script, and some cracking acting. It, it just set it up really nicely. You were tense, and little subtle things that I sort of notice after a couple of scenes. The two main, the main couple, Clemency Posey and Stephen Campbell Moore, their flat is a lot smaller. And they wear very black, black, dark clothes. Where underneath, David mm. Morrissey and his wife have got this plush apartment, bright clothing, and they're like the epitome of like modern and all mm. this. And yeah, it, it, it did lose its way. It, it lost its way a bit because I was really, really loving it. Um, and it just fell off. And it was a bit disappointing. But I think overall, it's still a very good film. Still, yeah. gr- still good film. I'd still yeah. check it out. I want to see that. And I'm sort of glad that I've seen it because it. It's been it's been on my radar, yeah. it's been in my phone, on my notes for ages because I'm trying to watch it. I would give it like a, a seven, a seven out of ten. Yeah, but it, it could it could have been could have been mm. full mm. house. It's, it's, a shame. Shame. it's a shame. It's a shame, but it, it doesn't spoil it for me. No, because it, it's shot in such a dark way, in such a clever way. Yeah, you got that impression from the trailer. Mm. It felt very creepy. Mm. Very creepy. Very disturbing. Very yeah. Very creepy. But I sort of knew what was coming at the end. But it doesn't take away from the fact that it's a, it's a good film. It's a good watch. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Cool. Um, so, yeah, one's below. That is it. That's it. Yeah. Right. Well, I finished Black Mirror, but you can read about that on the film that podcast. That's that true, yeah. Very interesting uh, article that Henry's written yep. on filmlightpodcast.com. I read it, loved it. Yep. Give that a read. Yeah. Um, right, well, thankfully... <laughs> I haven't really had time to uh, uh, save your show for you boys to watch much. There was just one thing, and just because you know it's Christmas, you got to do some Christmas rewatches. Um, so the only one I've, I've kind of managed to do was I just watched um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. You know, Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, fun film. Yeah, I love that one. I uh, don't have much to say about it because I probably talked about it last year because I watch a bunch of Christmas films every year, and that's that's one of them. So well, is that time of year. It is most wonderful time of the year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It is a really funny film. I really enjoy it um, for what it is, and uh, 
Great Jim Carrey performance. Yeah, Miss Jim Carrey. Miss well, the him. Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I miss him a lot. Miss him a lot. Come come back to us, Jim. Yeah, yeah Jim. There's um speaking of Jim, on film four the other night it was the number twenty three. Um, oh, yeah. I think I might have talked about it. Yeah, you are. I'm on, on the you episode. Know, I think you have. Oh, have I? Yeah. I think I remember you talking about it. It's a completely different performance from Jim that we used to Did you watch it again? Then? Well, no, you see, now I'm going to try and watch it again when my film night hat on. I really liked it first time I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. Mm. Well, yeah, I think the only... Actually, no, I've seen a few varied performances from Jim Carrey. Like, yeah, he still has his... That's good. I like Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love I, I love Jim Carrey. Well, certainly old, old Jim, Jim Carrey. Ventura. I've not seen the... Can't go wrong with a bit of Ace Ventura. I've not seen the... Two good films. Yeah, I've not seen the Christmas Carol one he did. No, I haven't. But I'm... <laughs> not that interesting. It might be good, but yeah, I'm no, not that it, interested. It doesn't appeal in to me. I, you know, if you got if you got Jim Carrey, it needs to be live action. Yeah. For me, his best performance is the Truman Show. That was what I was just about to bring up. Well, there's some competition, but uh, that was one I was going to bring he up. He was good in the number 23, but it's been so long since I've seen it. I, I want to watch it again. Well, I think you're forgetting a very vital Jim Carrey film. Yeah. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind. Fuck hell yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> that was the only oh, it was late. That was the one I was going to bring up. That's yeah, the only one. Bollocks, yeah. That's the only one where well, I've really of course. seen right, yeah. a polar opposite performance from. Well, I'd say like, Eternal Sunshine and the Truman Show. Mm. Have you seen Truman Show? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Two or three film. times. Yeah, yeah great film. film. Yeah, we need a we need a Carrie comeback. Come on, Jim. Yeah. That's my 2017 win. When was the last time you did something good? Yeah, but don't don't give me that dumb and dumber two shit. But there you go. No, I've just, just got it. This is it. 2017 Christmas film, Buddy Cop with Three Cops, <laughs> Jim Carrey, Kyle Gass, and Sir, Sir what's Phase on Love. Sir Phase on Love. Well, where does David Kochner come into this? Oh, he's um, he's the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Black's in there as well somewhere. Jack Black's the chief superintendent. Oh, I would pay top dollar to see him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Oh, oh, David Kochner. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it from me, though. Whew. Finally, okay. Uh, so it's good one, good one, that. Yeah, for another year. That's Christmas. That's yeah, Christmas, that's done for Christmas us. episodes. This will probably be out next year, won't it, Richie? Uh, yeah. yeah. Enjoy yeah. listening to this one, cockers. Uh, I've been a bit late with the episodes, mm. yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, you're listening to this before Christmas. You will be. There you go. You will be. I've set that time. You will be listening to this before Christmas whilst you're reading Jack's review of Dad's Army. (laughs) Hey! Bringing back a classic one. A classic low blow. That's one for for the long time listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll appreciate that one. Um, Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you have any questions or or Christmas card Christmas send us a Christmas card yeah that'd be great actually yeah um, send us some Christmas wishes and you know we'll send them back um, we've still not received any papal um... <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> that was Joe's get rich quick scheme yeah that was a good idea um, please follow us on good Twitter idea. <laughs> yeah. please follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and subscribe to us on YouTube iTunes and any of the podcasts that you found us on uh, other than that unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say Merry Christmas to one and all yeah well yeah Merry Christmas everyone so yeah well I'll just say it's goodbye from me and Merry Christmas it's goodbye from me Merry Christmas but it's goodbye from me and Merry Christmas
Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. You know it's cold outside. This welcome has been. I'm lucky that you dropped so in. Nice and warm. Look out the window. Ah, that's cold.